What's up, everyone, and welcome to the School District Podcast. My name is Adam. Welcome. This is my podcast. I'm the host, and I really hope you enjoy all the conversations I have with educators all over the world, principals, teachers, instructional coaches, assistant superintendents, superintendents, and even state commissioners of education. We talk about the pain points and just really lessons learned in education so we can all simply be better for kids and the colleagues we work with. Please consider subscribing to the podcast, leave a rating, write a review, and share your favorite conversations with colleagues or anyone you think would enjoy. Today's episode is brought to you by me. (laughs) I'm the sponsor. The best way to support the podcast is pick up one of my books, Kids Deserve It, Run Like a Pirate, Empower Our Girls, or Teachers Deserve It. They are all available on Amazon or wherever books are sold, as you can imagine. And also, Kids Deserve It is available on um, Audible as an audiobook if you'd rather listen than read the words. And if your organization, your school, district, county, service unit, conference, or company is having an event and looking for a high-energy, relevant, relatable, fun, down-to-earth speaker that just keeps it real and really connects with the audience, reach out directly so we can talk about your event and schedule something amazing for your team. I've given well over 300 keynotes all across North America, super, super small districts to really, really large districts with over 5,000 teachers, Uh, breakout sessions, coaching, leadership strands. And I would just love to work with you. Right now I'm in the, like literally knee deep in um, summer uh, convocation and conferences. I've already had like 10 events this summer. I have like 25 more events. I think this week I'm in California a couple times, West Virginia, Oklahoma. I mean, like just the list goes on. Uh, I just love to work with you. Adam, welcome at gmail.com or Mr. Adam, welcome.com uh, for more information about speaking and also my other podcasts and blog. Today on the show, I have Dr. Eric Kirkman. Eric is a principal in Florence, Alabama. I was recommended to, uh, recommended uh, him by uh, by somebody else, and uh, we just had a super awesome conversation about school leadership. Do yourself a favor, go to Twitter right now, Doctor underscore Kirkman. It's linked in the show notes as well. Super fun, down to earth, the school leader that just uh, that just really keeps it real and just focuses on teachers and focuses on kids. And uh, you will see what I'm talking about once you start listening. Hey, everybody, thank you for being here. Thanks for listening. And uh, without further ado, uh, enjoy my conversation with Derek. uh, Sorry, Dr. Eric Kirkman. Dr. Eric Kirkman. Welcome to the podcast, my friend. Hey, thank you. Glad to be here, man. Glad to be here. Oh my God. So some people, I always chat a little bit before I go live or before I record on the show, Eric and I've been chatting for like 20 minutes. So finally I said, all right, dude, let's record a podcast. Cause we just been talking and talking about so many other things, um, which is just uh, foreshadowing for how awesome this episode is going to be before we get started, go to Twitter 
at Dr. Underscore Kirkman. Uh, that's where uh, Eric's uh, Twitter is. I'm going to link it in the show notes as well. Principal in uh, the state of Alabama. My uncle went to uh, went to Auburn. Isn't that isn't that War Eagles down there? Isn't that what they? That's say? right. That's right. Yeah, yeah. He was there with uh, with Bo Jackson <laughs> and uh, and Charles Barkley uh, back in the day. So he's got some he's got some stories. But Eric, for the people that don't know who you are, introduce yourself. Tell us who you okay. are, what you do, and where you're at, and we'll just uh, we'll start there. All right. Um, as you said, my name is uh, Eric Kirkman. Uh, I'm actually originally from Florida. Panama City is actually my home. Uh, so I, I, I'm not a native of Alabama, but I've been there long enough to call Alabama my home now. Um, but I am currently the director of the Kilby Laboratory School, um, and that's located at the University of North Alabama. Um, and the laboratory school uh, where I work at, it's actually a pre-K through sixth grade uh, elementary school, but it's also a training site uh, for the pre-service teachers at the university. Oh, I like so, that. So that's a cool kind of hybrid job, but you're doing some higher ed, this and yes. that, right? Yes. And so I, and also, I also teach in the College of Education. I'm assistant professor uh, where I teach instructional leadership uh, classes as well. Nice. So this podcast is mainly about school leadership. And I'm, I'm just curious, what advice do you have for people that want to get into school administration or just leadership in general? Maybe they're a teacher or they're at the site level or they want to get into higher ed or they want to go to central office. I mean, just what are some things kind of globally that you would recommend people do? Well, um, you know, and, and this I know this sounds really cliche and you hear leaders telling teachers this all the time, but leaders need to 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 ask this same question, um, you know, what is your why? You know, why do you want to become a leader? Why do you want to lead an organization? Why do you want to be in a position, you know, where you're going to be charged to make some some important decisions? You know, and more importantly, why do you think people want to follow you? Um, you know, ask yourself those questions. I think first before you uh, go stepping into those positions. For me, it was pretty easy. Some people um, they have their reasons for it. It may be financial. Um, it may be just a need for change. It may be a need for challenge, which those are not all bad things. Um, and, and that might need, might be the, the catalyst uh, for moving into a leadership role. But, you know, there should always, always be, a, in my opinion, a deeper why as to why somebody wants to be a leader of an organization. That's just my thoughts. Yeah, no, I mean, I think 100%. And I would say also to add to it, I think there's so many misconceptions about school administration and what actually administrators do it's i'll tell you people it's it's way more fun than i think i thought it was when i was in the classroom so (laughs) if you don't think that's it i would say you got to expand your network and connect with people outside of your school and your district and your county and your state just to kind of get you know different perspective thinking back on your career eric what's the biggest lesson that you've learned the biggest lesson i would say oh gosh uh, people will only believe about half of what you say, but they will believe everything that they see. Mm. They'll believe everything they see. So you can, you can tell them that, uh, about what you'd like to do. You can tell them your intentions. You can give them a vision, but until they see you actually putting hand to plow until they actually see you, you know, working in the trenches along with them, um, and actually, you know, being in the position Uh, to where you're leading and moving the organization in that same direction until they see you doing those things, uh, you're you're not going to have any traction with your folks. And and, and I'm going to go back to your question that you asked a minute ago. One of the things, too, going into leadership that a person definitely, definitely needs to consider is that they better be ready to serve. Because if you're not a servant, then you really can't be a good leader, in my opinion. 
Yeah, no, um, I agree uh, 100% with that. I was thinking back too to uh, what we were talking about before. Since you're going to go back, I'm going to go back. Uh, Eric's, a for- <laughs> so Eric's a former band band director. What instruments did you play in the band? Uh, I came still to play? UNA. I, I went to college. I actually uh, work at the university that I graduated from, and um, I was a trumpet major. Uh, growing up, my father was a trumpet player, and and so that was just one instrument I didn't have to buy whenever we got started. <laughs> <laughs> you you want to play? Here you go. We got one. Yeah, yeah, my older brother played violin, so I played the violin for like nice because I wanted to be uh, I wanted to be like him. So you have your doctorate, and you've read a lot of books, uh, academic books, research books. Uh, you have a favorite leadership book, Eric, that you've read over the years, and not necessarily even in the education space, but business, military, what have you, that you've read that you like to recommend to other people? I knew you were going to ask that, and, and <laughs> that's so, so hard. Um, and, and, I, and I'm trying to recall the name of the author, but there's a book that I read just recently um, that a superintendent friend of mine actually went through a study with his principals, and I actually jumped in on that study. And the name of the book is called The Temptations of a CEO. Hmm. Um, uh, I've got my phone here. Let me look up the, the author. But that, that was a phenomenal study, uh, a, a reflective study, if you will, um, that I really, really enjoyed. The, the Temptations of a CEO. Oh, it's by Patrick, uh, Patrick Lencioni. Yes. Yeah, he actually lives in my hometown. I actually see him driving around at times. He's also, I mean, he's the author of a ton of books, uh, The Five Dysfunctional Team. Yeah, which is awesome. Yeah, Yeah, Patrick's awesome. I'm going to link that book in the show notes as well too, uh, Eric, because I have not read that one, but I'm definitely going to pick it up. So what what did you like about it? Just to go a little bit deeper on the book for the uh, the listeners. So it's a... It's a, first of all, it's an, it's an, it's a short read, so it's not long, mm-hmm. but it, 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 it comes from the perspective of, of almost a, uh, uh, it's a, it's an older gentleman telling a story, um, about, about an individual, um, and th- there's these five temptations, these five, um, attributes that leaders can often fall into, uh, if they're not careful, they're uh, those five temptations, if you will, um, and it's, it was last summer that I went over this. I'm trying to remember some of the key points to it, but it, it was just, it was, it was impactful at the time because of some of the things that I was dealing with, um, even on my job. Um, like, for example, ego over results. You know, it talks about the, the ego of a leader and, and how, how important it is to keep that in check. You know, popularity over accountability. You know, um, I'm looking over the temptations now. Certainty over clarity. Mm-hmm. And for me, that was an issue where, Sometimes I often suffered from paralysis by analysis, um, <laughs> where it, I took too long to make decisions because I always wanted to make sure that the decision was the right decision. Yeah. And one of the things that came out of our conversations is that as a leader, you know what? You have the right to make a decision, but guess what? You also have the right to change your mind. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, if you see a decision was not the best decision, if you're in a position where you can change course, change course. Yeah. But sometimes it's worse to fall into that temptation of, of again, overanalyzing and, and, and not making a decision or making one um, too late. Yeah. Yeah. So you work at the university level and uh, I actually just had um, someone on the podcast, Damon Qualls, who's a, is a principal in North Carolina. Um, and he went through a program um, in Clemson called the Mr. Program, where it takes 
uh, black males, uh, because yeah. black males are less than 2% of the teaching population across this country. Um, what was her name again? I'm sorry. Damon Qualls. 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 Yeah, yeah. Uh, Damon is amazing. DM Qualls, two L's. He's part of the bold leadership uh, program they're starting in North Carolina. Um, actually, more on that in the podcast coming soon. It's a little, a little drop. I'm going to go back to my question. Uh, how do we get more... Um, how do we get more black males wanting to become teachers interested in, in education? I, I've read so many countless articles about this, Eric. Um, I've talked to friends about this. Um, and like I said, Damon was part of a program through Clemson called the Mr. Program um, for teachers. And then also people that wanted to get into administration. Um, what, what, what can, what can, what can I do? What can we do? What can current teachers do um, to help, to help get more black males into the classroom as teachers? Um, well, first, I think more of more of us as black male teachers, we've got to do more talking to them directly. Um, I think we've got to dispel some myths that they might be living with when it comes to the teaching profession. And that's not just black males. I mean, we have a teacher shortage in general, and a lot of that is due to, to a lot of misinformation and myths and things sure. um, that are out there. Uh, another thing I think that 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 we unfortunately tend to do from a school level sometimes is we tend to pigeonhole our African-American males into athletics um, and, and think that they're going to be better athletes as opposed to whatever else they could possibly, you know, be, be successful in. Uh, one thing that I did at my school that I tried, I tried anyway, I, I don't know, I, I can count on one hand the number that actually took me up on it, um, was some of these athletes, I said, you know what, you're a great athlete. If you don't make it at the next level playing, you'd make a heck of a coach. Mm-hmm. Or you, you know what I'm saying? Like you'd make a heck yeah. of a PE teacher. You, you know, yeah. you know and, and so what I try to do is intentionally get them hooked up with kids mm-hmm. um, in a mentoring program. Mm-hmm. And when they saw, you know, that they were actually good at working with kids, they all of a sudden found that passion. Mm-hmm. Next thing you know, some of them said, you know, I want to go to college. I'm going to play ball, but I'm going to major in education. So yeah. I think showing them those opportunities and, and trying to maybe ignite that passion for them by putting them in those positions and putting them in those spaces. So I guess the key word is exposure. Yeah. Just exposing them. Yeah. No, I get it. I like it. Um, Eric, if you could choose one person, alive or dead, to spend the day with who's not a family member, who would it be and why? Who's not a family member? Mm-hmm. <clears throat> hmm. We don't ask easy questions on the podcast. No, man. Wow. <laughs> and I know this sounds really, really corny, but I have, <laughs> as a kid growing up and even, even right now, I would, um, I would, I've always wanted to meet Louis Armstrong for some reason. Being a band director. Heck yeah. <laughs> yeah. And a trumpet player, but, but, you know, and there are a lot of stories about him, but one, one thing that, that doesn't get talked about enough was how much of a philanthropist he was um, and how much he loved people and how much he loved giving back to people and giving to the community and, and those types of things. And so um, he had, he, he did a lot of philanthropic work um, as well as his musical um, stuff. And so I just, he just seemed like a really just fun guy to be around, I guess. I don't know. Yeah. He's a first on the podcast. I've had a whole host of people never had him. Would you want to play with him? I mean, would you ask him, can we, can we play some songs together or would you be too intimidated? 
I mean, I, I would, it would be more of a lesson. <laughs> great. That, that's a great rephrase there. <laughs> <laughs> now, yeah, I'd be happy to take lessons from him, you know. Yeah. I like it. I like it. Eric, a huge part of this podcast is just amplifying the voices of my guests. I'm just going to pass the microphone over to you to close this out. What would you like to say to all the people that listen to this podcast? Well, I mean, first of all, thanks for listening. Um, I've, I've met Adam just for a short time and, and I already think he's awesome. So, <laughs> so I really look forward to future conversations with him. But, um, you know, if, as, as educators, you know, we, we have a daunting task of changing the world. And, and I think that that needs to be our focus. It, and we get caught up, bogged down in the day-to-day and the mundane and, and, and everything. And, and I think it's important to look at the bigger picture, you know, that the, the the, the difference that you make, it's generational. It's not just for today. It's not just for tomorrow. Um, a good friend of mine said that your, your assignment is tied to someone's destiny. Um, and that, that has really stuck with me. And so I always try to remember, and I hope that everybody remembers on this podcast that you know, your assignment is tied to somebody's destiny. You know, Somebody instilled greatness in you, and it is your duty to do that now to others, whether it be students, as far as children, or even faculty um, instill greatness even in them because everybody deserves to be inspired. Heck yeah. So that's not the last question. One more thing uh, that I don't want to talk <laughs> okay. about. That, that happens. And, hey, it's my podcast. So I can do what I want. Uh, before, yes, sir. We were talking about you as a motivational speaker, doing some keynotes, doing some convocations, uh, talking to youth. Um, if people are, are in your area or they're looking for someone to, uh, to bring on board, Eric, what would, it, what would it look like? What could people expect? And then what's the best way to contact you about that? Well, um, again, I, I do a variety of, of, of um, engagements and, and feel free uh, to specify what you want, how you want it, how long you want it. Um, you know, <laughs> PowerPoints, no PowerPoints, handouts, no handouts. Um, it's, I'm pretty flexible. One of the things I shared with Adam is with my music background, a lot of my um, presentations are actually um, musical in nature somehow. Uh, whether it be completely musical. One thing I forgot to mention, Adam, I actually play a variety of instruments. I'm a professional musician. I, I have my own band. We look, we gig on the weekends, that kind of thing. What? Um, but uh, yeah, man. Yeah, we're the Kirkman combo. Um, the Kirkman but, um, combo? Kirkman combo. Kirkman combo. I like yeah. it. Yeah, but but anyway, we we um I, I just try to provide whatever, whatever a client would need, you know, as far as you know, presenting a message or um, motivating faculties, getting a message out there somehow or whatever. And the best way to contact me is just my email address, which is real easy. It's just ekirkman at una.edu. That's ekirkman at una.edu. Uh, just shoot me an email and uh, we, can, we can set things up. Um, I've got a pretty straightforward contract usually that I try to use um, uh, just to make sure I've got a little gas money and a honey bun and coffee. <laughs> <laughs> uh, do you sing too, Eric, or do you only yeah, play? I do. I do. So can you can you drop something, man? I mean, like this is the this is the school district podcast. I think you uh, what do you, what do you got? You got a little something for us? <laughs> oh, the land of the free and the home of the I just got chills. I mean, you never know what you're going to get. And everyone listening, you just got it. Dr. Eric Kirkman at Dr. Underscore Kirkman on Twitter. Wow. 
I, I got to have you back on, man. After the summer, um, after all my travel, we got we got to go deeper on some. Things. Yeah, man. Keep talking. I know we could we could talk for hours, but uh, hey, man, thanks for coming on the show. Thanks for all you do, uh, motivating, inspiring, playing and singing and uh, everything else down there in Alabama. Everybody listening, thanks for all you do, and I hope that you have an absolutely amazing day.